0: at home I am drinking my water I am minding my business but I am low-key missing you our team if they would put together some of the best ofs of the Woman Evolve podcast so that we could sit back and still enjoy one another even though I'm on sabbatical. So no matter if you are a first time listener or if you just joined the Woman Evolve delegation, we want you to enjoy these next few weeks of some of the best of rescue Eve's Hail Mary advice and I think we're going to sneak a few surprises in. Grab your girl and tell her to get on board. We'll be back in a few few weeks, but until then, let's listen to what's happened over the last couple of years. Okay, Uh, I got this story from the good old shade room, the good old shade room where you can just get all of the reliable, slightly unreliable news, but this one had a video, so I submitted it for us to rescue. There was a video of a woman in a store with her son. And it says a mom was banned from a store because her son allegedly keeps tearing the store apart every time they come. The mom claims that she would never put her hands on her child. Now, in the video, he does toss a few items on the ground and even told the manager to shut—not the Holy Ghost. He used a different word. Up, all right? But the manager—but did the manager take it too far by banning her from the store? Listen, um, here's the thing, you know. You, to each to each his own in parenting, um, I've never personally had a child tear up anything in a store and not listen to me when I told them to stop. I don't, I've never, <laughs> I can't imagine it. I cannot imagine being anywhere with any of my children and telling them to not do something and they continue to do it. You know, however, that's not everybody's testimony. And and I want to know if we can save her because she said she can't put her hands on her child. And that gave me some insight into why the child, you know, why the child is carrying on in such a manner. This is what I think. I think that, um, you know, not that you... I, I don't know how y'all going I don't know how y'all raise y'all's kids, okay? I don't know if y'all put y'all's hands on y'all's kids. I don't want to make no assumptions. But I think that what she was saying is the only way that I could really handle him is by putting my hands on him. And because I don't want to put my hands on him, I just have to let him do what he wants to do. And I think we can rescue her because I want to tell her, girl, you don't have to put your hands on him to get him to stop. There is a way that you can grab a child. Um it starts with your pinky. First of all, your hand has to be open. Take notes now. Take notes because I want to help you, okay? I want to help everybody out here who doesn't know. You 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 open up your hand as wide as it can go. Let all the fingers spread apart. Take that open hand around the bicep of the child and wrap it pinky for pinky, then ring finger, then middle finger, then pointer finger around that child. Okay, let it be slow like that. It's got to because it can't just be all grabbed at once. It's got to be a slow pinky. If you can get a little rhythm to it, it'll be great. And you just grab that child and you say, stop. Don't say please. Don't say think about it. Open up that hand one more time. I'm going to say it one more time. And I want you to grab all of all of these notes I have for you. Hand, wide as it can go. All of the fingers spread apart. Just wide, just wide. Just stretch your fingers out as far as they can go. Pinky first. Pinky first around the bicep. I prefer mid-bicep, but it's all about what you can get in the moment. Okay, pinky, ring, middle, pointer real fast, is, but with a rhythm, okay? One at a time, but with the rhythm and say, stop it. And see if that don't change his life. I think- that's how, you know, I cannot confirm or deny whether or not my parents ever put their hands on me in any kind of way. But what I can say is I got grabbed up out of some things. You know, you got to grab them up out of some things and it'll help. But can we rescue her? Because I think if we could get her in a helicopter and we need to get her in a helicopter, y'all, this can't be no floaty thing. If we can get her in a helicopter, I think that we could teach her some things while we're up there, you know, um, taking our time in safety. We could just teach her some things about grabbing Alexa it says all my mom had to do was give a look I mean one look I mean I never even realized that my mother was cockeyed until she put this look on me and she would put a look on me and I thought girl I didn't even know that your eye was girl okay because the eye I think she was straining one of them eyes to put her eyes on me Natalie says helicopter we need to get her in yes come on somebody um Carmen says I certainly have the grab rhythm and I can testify that it has a sort of saving power there's a grace on the grab a Grace on the Grab. Should that be, should that be the title of this episode? There's a Grace on the Grab? I feel a word. Because God has grabbed me up just like that. You know, pinky, pinky first with the rhythm. Yolanda says, I'll scoop her up. Sounds like we're going to be able to rescue her. Can I get a few more votes before we move on to the next person? Let's see. Can we? rescue this mother in need of us. Raven says, come on now, send the helicopter. We need to teach her the way of correction. I saw somebody, one of my Facebook live co-hosts says, there's a difference between correction and abuse. And, and, you know, you just got to know the difference. All I'm saying is that the grab mm, for 2000 years, that grab has been grabbing up saints. I've seen it, the Holy Ghost grab. It'll just right there. Have you ever been grabbed in church? Can, can we have testimony service? And mind your business, ministries. Have you been grabbed in church? I want you to comment if you're listening on the podcast. Come on over to my social media page on Instagram or Woman Evolve, and and I want to know: Have you ever been grabbed? And where have you been grabbed? I've been grabbed in church. Maybe we need a hashtag. Where have you been grabbed? I've been grabbed in church. I've been grabbed in grocery stores. I have been grabbed in all sorts of locations. There was nothing off limits. My mama used to be driving one hand on the wheel and the other hand on me grabbed up in the name of Jesus, all right? That grab will, it will, because there's a way that you're grabbed that I think it does something to your blood pressure when you get grabbed like this. It makes you wonder what's coming next, okay? So uh, it sounds like we're going to be able to save this young mother because we just want to teach her the ways of the grab. There's a grace on the grab. Ah, come on Somebody. When my father went viral and they were calling Kim Preville I just want you all to know that I literally announced my sabbatical the same week that they were calling Kim Prevo, the same week. And that's why I can't afford not to serve him. That's why I am going to constantly pay my tithes and I'm going to constantly have an offering and I'm going to always ring a praise because I was not ready for the internet when they decided to take that video of my father, that picture of my father dripping, if you will, and say that he was an additional member of the group Mingos. Now, I know some of you all are saved, sanctified, and Filled with the Holy Ghost. You don't even know who the Migos are. You think I'm speaking Spanish. And Google is going to help you tremendously with this. Um, but Migos, let me see, is Quavo Offset and the one that nobody can take off. Amen. Um, take off. And you guys, I struggle with his name. And they are known for wearing items that have, Things like I think it's Versace. But anywho, listen, my father had on a shirt. I'm sure it wasn't Versace because the way his the way he is set up, if he sees it somewhere, he doesn't care where it is. It could be a flea market on the side of the road. If he sees it and he likes it, he's gonna pick it up. I'm sure Versace didn't even make that shirt. And he had no idea that the Migos have come to make those shirts popular. But let me tell you, that old Bishop Jakes put that shirt on. And uh and he served the word and he served the people of God and the people of God served up a meme and uh and it and and it went viral and it went viral at a time when I was no longer doing my podcast because I was on sabbatical and I'm thankful but I I think that we need to rescue Pravo. Listen, um, this is so it's going to be technically rescue Adam. I want to just rescue my own father. I'm making room in the helicopter. I'm going to send a life jacket. I'm going to send a private plane. No, you know who we need to rescue. Forget Pravo. He'll be fine. He's safe. He to the Lord is watching over him. We need to rescue me because I died a thousand deaths when you all started tagging me in them shade room posts and. And on Charlemagne's post, I died. Okay, I I just wasn't ready because what I was doing was minding my business, and all of a sudden they I just saw prevo I don't understand. My father had no idea what they were talking about. They said something about Bishop Jakes came through dripping. Now, for those of you who don't know, you can go on the Urban Dictionary and learn all of the ebonics. But dripping is dripping diamonds, jewelry, and gold. Once again, it was making. Um, an allusion to the shirt that he had on that had them gold chains and things on them. Um, but my father, the man of God that he is thought that they was talking about him dripping sweat. So do, do you see what was happening to me while y'all was laughing? I'm now having to explain to my father that it has nothing to do with his sweat glands and everything to do with culture and society. It was lay struggle as ever. And, 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 and I just wasn't ready, but I I would like to be, I would like to be rescued. That's can y'all can y'all rescue me from just the snares of the enemy? Because Pravo was a thing, okay. Pravo was a thing. Sean Carter, which. I know you're not Sean Carter, but there is another Sean Carter who's on tour currently. And I just, have you all been to that? We can talk about it later. All right. Sean Carter said, Bishop don't care. he been rescued a long time ago. Yes, he has. Rescue. Blood bought. Okay. Do you hear what I'm saying? All right, that's what you need. That's what you need to know is that Bishop didn't care. Let me tell you, Bishop really was unbothered. And what you need to know is that if I don't make my way to Dallas, he's going to wear that shirt again. So I need to have a scissor ministry on that shirt because I just can't afford to be in these situations with y'all and the internet. You know, the internet is undefeated, it has never lost a case yet. And so I cannot. Lanisha says that they can rescue me. Oh, Francesca. Oh, Francesca said Pravo and little Demon Bully. She wins. She wins. Internet won. Francesca won. Because surely if Bishop Jakes is Prevo, then I am little Demon Bully. And 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 eyes haven't seen and ears haven't heard what, what's gonna come out of us. Wow. We're gonna, it's gonna be a group. Yes, I hear you. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. So when the Woman Evolved tour is over, Pray Though and Lil Demon Bully going on tour. Set your calendars. This is an unofficial announcement. It's happening. <sighs> to Carrie says, rescuing both of y'all, child, I need y'all. Please. Please rescue us. Some of the saints are laughing. Shanice is laughing at my scissor ministry. It's real deal, holy field, and it's going to make its way to DFW. And no weapon formed against me through TSA is going to prosper. These, these scissors are going to make their way to DFW. They're going to be fabric scissors. As soon as this, this little podcast is over, I'm going right on down to Michaels to get me some fabric scissors because we'll never be coming through dripping with no shirt on. No more. No more. Mm-mm. So listen, honey, that was our first rescue, me, okay? Me, little demon bully and Pravo. We need y'all. We need y'all to help us, okay? There's nothing worse than getting your makeup done for a fun night out and then paying for it for two weeks with skin breakouts. Fortunately, there's another option. Thrive Cosmetics makes high-performance, vegan, 100% cruelty-free formulas without the use of parabens or sulfates. Their amazing products use skin-loving, performance-driven ingredients that not only highlight your best features, but are formulated for all-day wear. But that's not even the best part. For every product you purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. Their mission supports nonprofit partners with a donation of funds or products. Their causes include women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, and women fighting cancer. My personal favorite product is the Thrive Cosmetics Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. It is sold every seven seconds and has over 7,000 five-star reviews online. It keeps my lashes popping with no smudges or flakes all day long. Start thriving and help women in need today by going to thrivecosmetics.com slash evolve and use code evolve for 15% off your first purchase. That's thrive, C-A-U-S-E, medics.com slash evolve, code evolve for 15% off. Now, back to our episode. My first ever Rescue Eve Okay, let me explain why it's my first ever Rescue Eve, because the last few weeks, people have been doing things that I just could not stand by. H&M got dragged. How am I going to defend them? How? How? How am I going to help? How am I going to help them? I couldn't help them. I I tried to Rachel Dolezal. I I submitted to the delegation of Rescue Eve uh, commentators. She was quickly and swiftly denied. So so Rescue Eve hasn't been working out for me. But I do have one. I actually have three this week. My first one is my own daughter, Mackenzie. She needs rescuing. Can someone help her? Listen, let me explain to you. Mackenzie is eight years old, and she is a gift. When I first had my son, Malachi, he was so easy, so peaceful, so easygoing that I thought to myself, this whole theory about when you have children, they're double the trouble, that, that didn't apply to me. God blessed me as a teen mother with Malachi. And so I thought that parents had had it wrong all over the world and that you don't get double whatever you've sown. And then came Mackenzie. Mackenzie just reminds me how I should just tell my parents thank you each and every day and each and every morning because she is fire and desire. She keeps me near the cross. And Mackenzie, let me tell you, Mackenzie is my rescue Eve this week because I thought for a moment that I was going to have to hurt her. She decided that she was going to take her braids out of her hair. For those of you who are not familiar with African-American hair, listen, when we get our hair done, it's done for the whole week. I know that in some cultures, y'all, you know, you can just wash your hair and then then it is washed and then you blow dry it and then you wash it again at nighttime. Mm Mm-mm that ain't so for us. When we wash our hair, it is done for the entire week. Okay, so when I sit down and I braid Mackenzie's hair, when I sit down and grab her hair into those braids, I am anticipating that they be there for seven to 10 days. How many days, Saints? Seven to 10 days. Mackenzie brings her hallelujah, holy ghost self down the stairs last night and goes, hey mom, and her hair is half down, the other side is braided. I didn't know what was was going on with her and I had to explain to her I said Mackenzie listen listen clearly child do you have all of your ears on this here conversation Mackenzie you don't have any hair and I know that's confusing because right now you got this little ponytail that you think you swinging back and forth but let me tell you that ponytail is lying to you that is my hair I wash it. I deep condition it. I do hot oil treatments on it. I put conditioning caps on it. I take it out of the conditioning caps. I put plaits in it. Come on, old school plaits, okay? I flat twist this hair. I put rollers in this hair. I tie this hair down at night. When your edges started thinning from braids, I took them braids out, and i had tender love and care on them edges. You don't have any hair. I have hair. That hair on your head is mine. Amen? I want you to get that deep down into your spirit because I don't ever want you to take down some hair that I've done that is supposed to last for seven to 10 days. Y'all need to rescue Mackenzie. She needs you out here. She's out here struggling, okay? Yasmin Christian is tuning in on Facebook. She said, at least she didn't cut it. You're right, you're right. At least she didn't cut it, okay? Okay. Because had she done that, my God, today, I don't know if I would have been able to be your pastor or your first lady. We don't cut hair around here. We grow hair around here. She got inches. Okay, let me tell you, she hasn't always had inches. I I just had to learn how to take care of a daughter's hair through her. Okay, we've had some, some thin days. Okay, we've had some days where we cried. We had some big chop days, but she finally got inches. She finally got edges. I don't want you touching this hair. Usually I have her hair in box braids, but I took them out so that her edges could have a minute to just be moisturized, restored, and her hair could be deep conditioned because you can't just go from protective style to protective style all of the time. There are moments where you need to take care of your hair. And so right when I was about to just let her have it all together, I asked her, why in the world Did you even touch your hair? This isn't like you, totally. And she told me that this little girl at school told her that her hair would look nice if she flat ironed it. See, that's the problem. That's why we are gonna rescue Mackenzie because right when I was getting ready to drag her, right when I had already tweeted about her, right when I had shared with my Instagram family about her poor decision-making when it came to her hair, she reminded me of the struggle of being a black woman in America that a little girl told her that her hair should be flat ironed in order for it to be beautiful. Now I had to help her because she thought that she was going to go into the bathroom, take her braids down, put some water on it, and that was going to make it lay down. Honey, that will never make it lay down. Don't you ever put water on your hair and think that that's going to make it lay down? Girl, it's going to stand up for the Lord when you put water on it. It's going to stand up and give glory to the King of Kings when you put water on it. Don't you put no water on that hair, child. And so I had to explain to her... Once again, two things. You don't have any hair. It's my hair. All of it belongs to me. Every follicle, just like the Lord knows every hair that he put in your head. I know every hair and that head is mine. Amen. Secondly, water is not going to make your hair lay down. Water is going to do the opposite of hair laying down. It's going to make it stand in the presence of the Lord. It's going to make it stand up for attention. And, and and thirdly, you know what? Love yourself, Boo. Okay, because not even our Caucasian, European, Latin, nobody can just put water on their hair and then it's just going to be instantly silky, smooth and straight. It takes blow drying. It takes flat ironing. And so, honey, I don't want you to think that you're not going to have to work to take care of your hair. All of us are going to have to work. We're going to have to learn how our hair operates and how it functions. And we're going to have to operate according to those plans, according to the plans of the Lord, honey, as it relates to our follicles, And so that uh, is my first rescue eve is my own daughter I'm going to tune into my facebook audience to see if they are judging me harshly. Let's see Looks like yes, vanessa. She put water on her hair water. It'll never work Yes, tammy retailer 8 year olds talking about flat iron and hair. I know that's right Crystal Jefferson said, I can't rescue her. I do my teenage daughter's hair. And when it's messed up on a week later, I have to solicit the prayer warriors. That's what I'm saying. First of all, let me say, ta- okay, I'm going to move on. But let me tell you, the other issue that made her taking her hair down just horrendous to me is that she took it down at 7.57. Guess what time McKenzie goes to bed? She goes to bed at 8 p.m. I had half a mind, ladies and gentlemen, to make her keep her hair in the raggedy, wretched mess that it was. All for the school year. But you know what the Lord said to me? He told me about that little girl making fun of her hair. And I thought to myself, I ain't going to give her nothing else to work with. And so I slicked it back with some Eco Styler gel, which is not harsh. Come on. Anyways, I used that Eco Styler gel and I put it in some more puffs. It wasn't exactly what it could be, but it wasn't what it was. It's a word. (laughs) It's a word. It wasn't what it could be, Uh, but it wasn't what it was. Amen. Listen, Ebony G said, "This is a no judgment zone." I appreciate that. Hazel Ray said, "At least it was water." You right? It's funny because when I was fixing her hair this morning, it was all tangled. Cause she she gonna put some water on it and lay down. I don't I don't know, child. Pray for her. And then so it was tangled. So I'm gently detangling her hair this morning. And she goes, "When I put water on it, does it make it tangle?" Yes, ma'am. Okay, so here's the thing: you don't have any hair. All of your hair belongs to me. Water will never make it lay down. And lastly, love yourself, boo. Don't let nobody make you think that your hair is any less beautiful than anyone else's hair you see because that hair is yours. It's hair somebody else didn't have. Did I say the hair is hers? That's a lie. The hair is mine. It's hair somebody else didn't have. And it's beautiful just the way it is. My first rescue Eve, my very own daughter. Come on, somebody. I want to know, can we rescue chicken from being washed, um, guys? At the point that the CDC says that we couldn't wash it, it says if you wash raw chicken, you risk creating quite a splash. That would be a splash, or perhaps a mist of bacteria such as Campylobacter. Okay, I, Campylobacter. Why don't you look up the article so you can pronounce this word by yourself? Salmonella and some Clostridium perfringens. Why don't you? Google the article so you can read it yourself. The trouble is, you can't then see where these bacteria may go, such as your countertop, your utensils, your plates, your other food, your BTS toothbrush. What is BTS? Or your dog? What is BTS? Can somebody tell me what BTS? And that's because bacteria are really, really small and really, really quiet. I can tell you right now, the delegation's not here for it. So Trent and says, you know what? I'm done with today. I'm about to go wash my chicken so I can fry it. Dewana says, but I can't not wash it. I just can't. Dominique, Dominique says, huh? So what are we supposed to do? Then You're supposed to just cook the chicken. Okay. Jewel says you shouldn't buy, cook, consume chicken, period. Jewel, we love you and we love the choices that you're making for your life. And we just believe in freedom of... Freedom of digestion here, which means I'm going to let my chicken and my digestive system just be free to do what I can do in this season. Brandy says, I don't believe them. I'm giving my chicken a bath. <laughs> um, Guys, can we stop washing chicken or no? Cynthia says, nope, nope, no, thank you. Our ancestors don't approve. Takeri says, God has not called us to do that. Kina, what... You best wash that chicken. Who eats slimy chicken? Guys, Catherine says, I'm black and have never washed raw meat. Okay. So Catherine says it's not, it's not a black thing. What is this? Is it a southern thing? Why did y'all start washing chicken? Cassandra says, my mama says, wash that chicken. You don't know who been handling that before it was packaged, but do, do y'all wash steak? What else do y'all wash besides chicken? Do y'all wash ground beef? Do y'all wash, um what else do y'all wash besides chicken? Why do we wash chicken, but we don't wash bacon? Um, I know some of y'all say, oh my gosh, some of y'all vomited in your mouth right now. I don't even eat bacon. I don't even, eat. I mean, I wash my fish before I cook it because I don't know. Makita says the chicken needs to be baptized and then you bleach the surrounding areas. Come on now, because they acting like you don't clean your kitchen after you wash your chicken. But I do all of that. But okay, guys. So Jessica Store says now nah, we will always wash our chicken just like we season it, guys. Whitney answers the CDC don't need a rescue, they need a baptism. But guys, can I, y'all not gonna wash y'all's chicken? Natasha says all my meat except ground beef and bacon so I do wash fish um I do I've washed my chicken I'm trying to figure out if I should continue to wash my chicken which I know is really going to be a defining moment for us here at the delegation um what other meat do I cook I mean if I if I have turkey like if I make like turkey wings or something I wash that what else do, do y'all wash any other meat Tanya says it's depth Tania says, it's definitely not a Southern thing. I live in London and wash my chicken. Listen, listen. Jamie says, washing it is a generational blessing. Why do y'all wash your chicken? Nick says, I wash fish, pork, steak, and chicken with vinegar. I ain't never washed my steak. I don't know why I believe that there's a better anointing over steak. I don't know. Ramona says, I walk in a supermarket. I work in a supermarket, wash your chicken. Now, Ramona didn't told y'all something. Okay, so let me tell you. Um, Let me see. They said, when I've heard about this not washing your chicken business, what I have heard is that the heat that you use to cook will kill off any bacteria that the chicken may have received between um, when it was alive and when it was put into your pan. Um, Karen says, yes, yes, you should continue to wash your chicken, steak, pork chops, fish, turkey wings, all that. So y'all just gonna not do what the CDC said Guys, Brandy says, so is Chick-fil-A washing their chicken? I need to know. Brandy, not only is Chick-fil-A washing their chicken, they are anointing their chicken, okay, with olive oil and putting crosses on it before they dip it in that oil. Angela says, I wash everything. I even rinse ground meat. You rinse? Look at this. Who knew? Nicole says, I was told to wash all meat because it was factory handled and you can pull the feathers of any are still... Off any that are still there. Now that's another reason why I wash and I be pulling out little extra feathers. Um, I don't understand. So <laughs> Trina Kia says that the fire, she's responding to my comment about the fire cooking off any bacteria. Trina Kia says, Yeah, but the water washes off the spirits of others. Come on, somebody she came through with a word. Um, so Bernie says the CDC cannot be trusted. They will change that next week. So y'all, okay, okay. So we're going to continue to wash chicken. Wow. Amber says, I'm a food scientist. Come on. First of all, she's a food scientist. She is a scientist and they taught us not to wash our meat. What I'm trying to figure out is how everybody is unanimously deciding to not do what the the CDC says. Just unanimously. I don't... I don't know. Victoria says, let the CDC drown. So when it comes to rescuing chicken, y'all want to leave it in the water? Is that what y'all saying? I was trying to see if we could send a life raft or a jacket or something to get the chicken out of the water. But what y'all are saying is that y'all want to leave the chicken in the water. Wow. 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 So I guess we're boycotting. All right. Kimberly says we are boycotting the CDC. We will wash the chicken. All right, so (laughs) Robinson (laughs) responding to my food scientist friend who said they taught us not to wash the chicken says they taught you wrong. Robinson, but who taught Robinson? Who taught you right? (laughs) This is the wrong. This is what's wrong with us. And this is why Rescue Evil always exists is because some of us are wrong and don't want to be right. And I think that this will go into that category. Would you eat at somebody's house who didn't wash their chicken? Okay. All right. Trying to find the perfect gift for my family during the holiday season is a real challenge. But I found the perfect solution this year. Everyone will be receiving the skylight frame. The skylight frame is a touch screen photo frame that you can update instantly by email anytime and anywhere. I plan to set up one for my mom and surprise her with new photos throughout the year from our family. Talk about the gift that keeps on giving. If you're not convinced, there's nothing to lose because there's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love your Skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. Now, as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code EVOLVE. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code EVOLVE. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com. Promo code EVOLVE. Do y'all put Lawry Season salt in y'all scrambled eggs? Because this is going to make or break our friendship on today. Do you all put that Lawry's in your scrambled eggs? I have seen people specifically of a certain hue who put Lawry's seasoned salt in their scrambled eggs. And what I want y'all to know is that Lawry's is for meat. Lawry's is for chicken. Lawry's is for steak. Lawry's is for greens sometimes. Lawry's can even be for green beans. Lawry's is not for scrambled eggs Um, can we talk about that? I just want to know. Candace says, yes. Erica says, Mrs. Dash. Janice says, Laurie's has been canceled. No, I bind you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Get thee behind me, Satan, and repent for your ways immediately. Laurie's has never, never been canceled. Who would even speak such blasphemy in the days of this, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Lawries has not been canceled? What? No. And a lot of the saints are putting lawries in their se- seasoned eggs, in their scrambled eggs. Latoya says, sis, not lawries. What manner of high blood pressure are we pursuing? Dana says, I put lawries on everything. Oh y'all oh, I don't understand why y'all are putting lorries in season eggs, in scrambled eggs Jasmine is standing by blasphemy saying lorries on eggs is fire what is happening <laughs> Ty says she put slap your mama what are y'all doing? To it? Can we rescue eggs? Uh, okay, okay, okay. I'm really. I wanted this podcast. I'm gonna have to like. It's gonna have to be in parts, um, because. Brandy Wilson says Laurie's is certainly not for eggs. I thought it was just me. It is certainly not for eggs. Like it there's no question about it. It's not f- okay. <sighs> I'm a- Okay, Sharon says on French fries, not eggs. It can go on French fries. I agree with that. What you want your life changed, get you them little ranch seasonings in the packet and sprinkle that on your French fries and see if God don't bless you. Savoni says, Laurie's is too salty. I don't even understand <laughs> why you would say that. It's, it is true, but it's not too salty. It's, that's why you only use a little bit of it because it can be too salty. Um, okay, but all right. I'm finished. Simone Davis says, what happened to just salt and pepper? On eggs, all it needs is salt and pepper, but chicken needs some Lawry's. All right, but that's it. I'm finished because I really feel like this Lawry's debate is really doing something in my spirit because I just feel like I don't know who y'all are anymore. I thought... thought that I knew, but I don't know. I can maybe get by on this whole notion of it makes your eggs taste good. You know what? That's on y'all. But this idea that Laurie's is canceled, y'all have taken perms. Y'all have taken Ego Styler Gel. You all have taken every little thing that you can take from us. If y'all take Laurie's, I'm turning in my card. I don't want it no more. I don't want to live in a world where Lawry's is canceled, okay? That's it, that's it. All right, that's it now. Okay, listen, I don't have time, so I'm shortening this up. Um, all right, so we are rescuing Chick-fil-A. We are rescuing um the man who stole the Continental breakfast. And uh we sent floaties for the sign language interpreter. And I'm sorry, I'm just really heartbroken about where the that where our relationship has become and, and the teacher Toronto. We've rescued her. Okay, so listen... We're going to lay a foundation because last week the delegation was ripped apart in the streets. It was heartbreaking to watch what happened to the Woman Evolved delegation. But what I'm going to say is this. We took a poll on my Facebook, on my Instagram. And we took a poll on my Instagram. And do you know what the lie detector test determined? That you are a liar if you're putting lorries in scrambled eggs. You've got to stop doing it. Holiness is right. The cross will redeem you. But lorries don't have no business in eggs. And we have have all agreed. And it is time for you to repent and to turn from your ways. And I want to tell y'all this as we lay the foundation for the Woman Evolved Cookbook, the Woman Evolved Cooking Channel, and the Woman Evolved Podcast moving forward. Laurie's is not canceled. We didn't say it was canceled. It wasn't like people was like, oh, well, we don't use Laurie's. No, we do use Laurie's, but we use it appropriately. And so I do want to lay that foundation for all of my cooking endeavors is that you better get you some Laurie's, okay? So that's where we are with that, okay? Somebody's there telling me, no, Jasmine says, no, nah, we putting lorries on eggs. Nikki is saying she don't get down with lorries. It's either Tony's or slap your mama. Um, I just see, okay, that's all right. I don't, Helena King said lorries and eggs are the best. I I don't even want to start. Kenyatta. Kenyatta has been walking with the Lord for a long time. How do I know? Because Kenyatta says, Lawry's is for me. That's the only thing it's for. That's literally the only thing it's for. Um, So I just, I shouldn't have even brought it up because I think that it's going to mess up where I want today to be. It's not where today is going to go, okay? Erica says Lawry's for president, just not for eggs. That's basically what we're saying, okay? (sighs) Okay, just one more point about Lawry's. Kira wants to know who's out here putting Lawry's in their eggs. No, ma'am, no, sir. Kira, this is what I want you to know. There's a whole community of Lawry's and scrambled egg eating people that are just, are just out here not living their best life. Being, I don't want to say rebellious, but being kind of rebellious. Um, but that's all right. Um, I don't mind that some of y'all say you don't use law, Um, I don't understand it. But you're, I, I don't mind that. If y'all want to use slap your mama, if y'all want to use Tonys, that's fine. What I do mind is Laurie's going into scrambled eggs. That's where I draw the line. I love Mind Your Business Ministries, and up until I start seeing things that are wrong, and I have I have a responsibility, if you will, to speak out against that which is wrong, and that's it. But I'll leave it alone. I'll leave it alone. That ain't no problem. I'll leave it alone. Because see, and this is good before we go into the holiday season. I want y'all to get this down in your spirit, okay? Sometimes you have family members And there are just some things that everyone is not going to agree on. And the best thing to do is to not, I feel a word coming for somebody who has anxiety over being with family and folks who you just don't agree with. This is what we're going to do. We're going to avoid the topics that we don't agree with. You may know something. They may know something. We may never agree that what we know is the same thing, but that's going to be all right. We're going to move on. And that's what I'm going to do with Lawry's. I'm tabling this like we can never talk about Lawry's on the Woman Evolved podcast. I'm telling you, if you come to the Woman Evolved conference, I'm going to see if Lawry's can sponsor it because I want y'all to really just understand the blessing of it, but you can't put your egg, you can't put it on your eggs, but that's, I'm going to leave it alone. Okay. I'm going to leave it alone. Okay. So can I tell you guys, I would like us to start a new tradition and I'm going to need your cooperation in order for us to make this thing work. Okay. Um, Hear you, hear you, bring all of your attention. Okay. Grab your tea. Tell the kids to be quiet for a minute. I'm talking. Dang. Okay. Listen, this is what we need to do. Can we start submitting moments in our life where we needed to be rescued? Last week I had a very emotional episode and I just want to thank y'all for loving on me and just helping me get past my moment. I love y'all so much. Um, but this spawned something that I really think could really become a thing amongst the delegation Someone sent me a DM after that episode and decided that since I was sharing in my need of being rescued, that she too would share with me a moment where she needed to rescue. She starts off her letter by saying, um, I want to submit myself for Rescue Eve. And I think this is a phenomenal idea, okay? A phenomenal idea. Because you know what? I know y'all be out here living your life like it's golden, but sometimes you live your life like it might be a little tarnished. And every now and then you got to reshine that thing so it can get back to the gold that God has called it to be. You see how I just took that word and that Jill Scott and mixed it all up in there together? Okay, so here's the thing. I think that we can help one another if we do this and her story tickled me so greatly that I want to share it with the delegation and see if we can rescue her. Now this is what I do want to say. This does not replace the advice column. We still going to have advice questions, but um I want to I want to help us, okay? So here we are. Okay, you guys ready? This person wrote me and it says, you're my mentor in my head. I want to submit myself for Rescue Eve. In December, a girl I had met in a fashion show asked me if she could stay in my apartment for another fashion show she was going to be a part of. I hate having people sleep over, especially people I don't know well, but I said yes for one night. Long story short, she flew in from ATL a day early called me to pick her up from LAX, which I had not intended on doing, and I brought her to my place. As soon as she got there, she started unpacking and asking me if she could stay the entire month. I asked her to try and find another place. The next day, I realized I really didn't like her character, so I drove her in her bags to downtown LA and said, I can't do this, and left her there. I feel terrible. How could I have handled this better? Send the helicopter. Love your mentee. Um, This is what I want to say. Um, First of all, child, wow. How were you able to drive her to downtown? I mean, in my head, I would have said to myself, um I'm gonna drive her downtown and leave her bags. She fooling with me she thinks she's gonna stay in my house for a month. I would have said all of that in my head, but when it was time to actually turn the car on, I would have struggled am I a punk when I read your thing, it made me wonder if I was a punk um because I just can't imagine the 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 uh, the strength that you have to be able to just do that um and and you know did you do the right thing? Could it have been handled better? I think communication and this is how I would have handled it. Now, then I'm going to ask the delegation and we're going to move on to our next rescue. But first of all, I want you to know this is a judgment-free zone. We all love you and we're here to support you through this ratchet season. You went through this ratchet moment. We're here for you and we want to help you get from ratchet to righteousness. Um Sasha Welsh said, call an Uber, I'm not driving nowhere. She brings up a great point. When the the, the young precious lamb of God um, called me and said that she was at LAX, I would have told her, you're going to need to get an Uber. I just, first of all, gas. Secondly, you don't just decide to go to LAX. You have to become someone mentally to go to LAX. And you don't just tell me, I got to, you got to become someone mentally to go to the airport, period. All these things, signs, which airline, departures and arrivals is too much. I got to become somebody to go to the airport. So you don't just spring that on me. So she would have called an Uber. Um, maybe, perhaps, um, that would have been an opportunity for her to realize that I ain't gonna be able to just pop up on her like that. I'm gonna have to really ease my way in to this. Um, Would I have... I don't think that I could have... Well, I don't know. Delegation, I need you. Tay Turner says, close your eyes and say it. I can't imagine even telling her she could stay. Um, I can't... uh, First of all, I'm really particular about my house and I don't let a lot of people stay with me. Um, Ruthie says she gets rescued... She gets a rescue, says, handled quite maturely. She be my role model. She, on one hand, she is my role model. But I'm just wondering, can we just drop people off downtown and say, you tried it? Can we, are we allowed to do that? Yolanda says, rescue her because that was the appropriate response. The delegation is cold hearted. (laughs) Leslie says, an Uber and a hotel room. If I hardly know you, staying at my house is not an option. Erica says we're sending the jet for her boldness. That's Erica, sis. You talking about I'm your mentor. I need you to be my mentor because I am a punk. I would have had all kinds of rumbling and grumbling in my head, but could I actually take someone downtown and leave them? Now, what I can do is sit you down and say, this isn't working out, and you're going to need to make other arrangements first thing in the morning Or right now, I could say either of those. Either of those things I can do. You know, when you got to get out of my house, you got to get out of my house. And nothing will get you kicked. Let me tell y'all something, delegation. Delegation because we friends in our head and I know one day we're going to be kicking it. Let me tell you something. Nothing will get you kicked out my house faster than changing the atmosphere. If you got an attitude and you don't feel like being bothered, don't come over to my house because if you come over to my house and it's been gone from room temperature to cold in here, I'm going to have a problem with it. You're going to have to find somewhere else to go. So I can completely understand kicking her out because she changed the temperature in your home. I like my house a certain temperature and you in here messing with it. But, but, I don't know that I could have just thrown her out. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I I I I would have had a conversation. Arkesha says, let's get that baby a private jet, put her in first class, a butler to dry her off, and give her lobster shrimp and a glass of Chardonnay. Arkesha says, we're pulling out all the stops. Cause, cause this is phenomenal. It's it's more inspiring than Soldier Boy. And I didn't think, those are words that I didn't think I would ever say in my entire life. But wow, this is more inspiring than soldier boy. Jaleesa says, non-man, nah, strangers, my friends never even saw my last home and I lived there for a year. Well, Jalisa, <laughs> Jaleesa, we need to talk in the advice segment about your trust issues because we want to come over. They want to, um, evidently the delegation says that you're fine. And that you don't need to be rescued, but rather you need to be Hail Mary. So there's that. Cameron says, "I would have let her stay at least one night to give her a moment to find someone else, and then come morning if you don't have a plan, it's an Uber." That's where about. That's about where I fall. Rosie says, "Sounds like she had the right intent slash heart, but if Homegirl was acting funny out of character, then she was in full authority to get her out of her space." Well. There it is. Karen says PT would have handled it for you. Trust. Let me tell you something about PT. Uh, That PT is what we call my husband, Teray, Pastor Teray. Let me tell you, PT will kick somebody out. Let me tell you, but he comes from a long line of kick people out because his grandma Betty comes over for Thanksgiving and when she she looks at me and she goes, you ready for these people to leave? And she will cut the lights off in the middle of y'all laughing and watching the game. She will unplug the TV and turn the lights off. I think maybe I got too much of my mother down in me because for some reason, I don't turn that corner like that, like I need to. Lexis Shaw says, forget all that talking because she made up a conversation in her head. She did the right thing. Sis had to go, well, there it is. There it is. How about that? So I guess she girl, you rescued. I hope you I hope we can rescue some more people. The delegation is here for it. Woman Evolve is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can take classes in everything from photography and creative writing to design, productivity, and more. So whether you're returning to a long-time passion project, challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone, or simply exploring something new, Skillshare has classes for you. My favorite Skillshare class is Styling Your Space. Bring Creativity to interior design. I can't wait to show you all how I'm updating my living room and office thanks to the skills I'm picking up at Skillshare. You can join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two free months. That's right. Skillshare is offering Women Evolve listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. I know you've already decided who you're going to be in 2020. So what better way to kickstart your year with the tools and resources you need than going on over to Skillshare.com evolve to start your two free months now. That's Skillshare.com slash evolve. As your leader, as your fearless woman evolved delegation leader, it is my responsibility to throw myself at the mercy of the delegation when in times of trouble. And here I am. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh delegation. Okay, standing in the need of a rescue, bruh bruh like okay so here's the thing where do I even begin it's really honestly it's really not that serious but it became a huge thing in my comment section so much so that I ended up deleting a post okay so here's the thing okay so y'all in this how hard his agent hits you challenge you know I've been seeing it I, I, I've i been seeing it on my timeline over and over again and I was going to do it, then I was not going to do it. Then I was going to do it, and I was like, fine, let me do it, right? And I'll post me a picture. Now, let me give you some context, Okay. Context is this. I uh, went shopping yesterday for the Woman Evolve drop that's gonna come out February 1st. It's cold and raining in Los Angeles. I did not have on a good coat. I'm not I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just trying to tell you where I was. This is where this is where I was when the things happened, okay? Um, so, um, minding my business though, okay. Like the full time job that I do with benefits and PTO, okay. And so it's cold, it's raining. I had a shake. I'm fasting. I'm trying to do the right thing. And so, you know, I passed up a bunch of food. It's five o'clock. I then decided to do the ch- uh, to, do, to do the challenge. I'm sending Traffic in Los Angeles, Uh, my husband was driving because I know y'all are the don't text and drive police, which you shouldn't. It's very safe when you don't do that. Anywho, listen, I post my picture, found a picture of me in 2007, I think it was 2007. The details don't matter. I'm about to tell you what matters. Um, Let me tell you, just for me, just so y'all know, um, 2007 and 2018, I posted, it was an 11-year difference. This is why we need to be careful about these challenges because this is what I think happened. I think that when I posted that picture with the 2007 Sarah, that she thought that she was invited to also be in the comment section because the picture was not up 45 smooth seconds. It hadn't even refreshed in the feeds of people. When someone suggested to me, okay, she suggested to me, um, stop wearing makeup, exclamation mark. It's aging you, exclamation mark. And you know, when I see, let me tell y'all about me and how I see exclamation marks. And maybe this has to do with when I grew up and and the way grammar was when I was growing up. When I see exclamation marks, it comes off as abrasive and yelling. Now, okay, you you don't, okay, you don't know tone on social media, which is why punctuation comes in. And so when when I see exclamation marks, I think, whoa, this is, oof, wow, you, oof, you trying to say something with me, to me with some passion. You know and so I read it like that I read like stop wearing makeup it's aging you and and the first thing that came to my mind was mind your business it's aging you and you know what I should have well no I maybe we'll get into whether or not I should have said it um but in hindsight I should have said stop minding my business it's aging you but that's but that's fine that's fine I shouldn't okay so here's the thing from there From there, things went significantly downhill. Um, Significantly. There were so so many comments, so many things said, um, you know, about me not being a real Christian, about me not being a real leader, about just like all of these things, okay? And let me tell you something. Um... I am a pretty sensitive person, like, and let me tell you something. I was so over my comment section yesterday because I did not even fully unleash the fullness of what Was capable down on the inside of me. But this is this, listen, this is some of the comments that really got to me. You know, and here we are rescuing me for clapping back on someone because I should not have clapped back on someone. Um, but the thing is, like, some of the things that really bothered me were like people questioning like my ministry and me not practicing what I preach, and like all of these things. Which I was like, y'all probably don't listen to me preach because I be going off when I preach. Which means she she liked to go off a little bit. Um, but you know, because those comments got to me, I deleted the post. I you know got off of Instagram and just like for a minute, tried to search within myself. Um, Let me tell you, the delegation, the delegation really came to my defenses. And okay, listen, let me just go into my comments, okay? So like Amy says, I don't understand why people like that lady even followed you just to troll on your Instagram. (sighs) Let me tell y'all, part of the reason, can I just tell y'all, okay, because now y'all like my friends and we talking and it's like a full thing. Like, I have always kind of been, not all, like I am a pretty authentic, genuine person. Like what you see is what you get. And so I really have always tried to um, connect with people authentically. And honestly, I don't get a lot of drama on my social media page because I don't really... Tolerate a lot of drama on my social media page. I really don't clap back on people that often. Like you might get a clap back from me three times out of the year. Okay, maybe four. A clap back for every season. But for the most part, I will block you, delete you, ignore you. And because women evolve, and I think everyone who is connected to my voice in a more personal level, we we have this whole like friend in my head kind of thing going. So like you know, somebody's like, "Girl, your face is snatched," or "Girl, something like that's the." Kind of stuff that's on my page. And so it makes me go into my page like pretty open. Whereas, you know, I don't know, when people say things to me like it just got on my nerves. How about that? Okay. It got on my nerves. It wasn't nice, it was rude. You should have left me alone. It was just, it was, it was fine. Okay, but this is why I apologize. I apologize to her in the same post because I allowed someone to control the atmosphere of not just my page, because no matter how much we say, it's just social media. It also affects our life, but also my life and my energy. And sometimes an apology is not about whether you were justified. It's about whether or not you could have—I'm trying to find the right words—whether or not your response was the purest reflection of who you are striving to be, okay? And I don't think that my response was, I know. (laughs) My response was 2007, Sarah. And not to the 2018, Sarah, I guess. Um, I, I did not like what she said. And it was not about what she said. I think it was the tone in which I received it, which someone actually reached out to me who knows her personally and was just kind of like, listen, she can be a little rough around the edges, but you know that's not her intent. Um, it was how I received it that made the difference and how I received it, I gave it back on that level. But the point is like for me, if I disappointed anybody at all, like that gets to me because like I love y'all and... I'm just out here, like, doing the best that I can and sharing what I'm learning around the way, uh, along the way, and apologizing when I'm supposed to and growing when I'm supposed to. And like, you know, for the most part, like, people was like, you know, that's my girl, get off her. <laughs> and then there were other people who were really disappointed. And it just hurt my feelings, I guess, that I disappointed people. And, you know, like, I'm a person. And, you know, I could have responded differently. I could have, you know, taken a higher road. I could have deleted and blocked her and moved on. I could have expressed to her how her comment was being received and, you know, explained to her the power of social media. Like I could have parented her in that moment or educated her more in that moment, but I just had an attitude and I just popped off on her. And she you know, and and I say popped off lightly because while the fact that I would think that that is popping off is just a reflection of how good God is, because literally it was not the pop off that it could have been in 2010. But it don't matter. I disappointed people with my response, and I felt badly about that. I felt badly that people were disappointed in my response. I don't know. I'm going to go to the Facebook comments and see what the saints are saying. Um, Nayoshi says, it's not what you say, it's how you say it Bianca says, I agree, you shouldn't have let her get under your skin But you're still human though, Sarah, and we are gonna rescue you, child Whew, Okay, Lisa Rodriguez says, I know how you feel going through this now Yeah, I mean, Desiree says, we the delegation have no problem being petty from time No, just sometimes it just springs up, okay It just springs up Eric is telling me not to cry. I can't handle tears. I will cry. I I don't even mean to be like a crybaby and sensitive. I guess like I, this is so stupid that y'all finna have me crying on Facebook Live. But when I say that I am literally like giving woman evolve and everything that I believe God has called me to do, like everything that I have. And I do it from the bottom of my heart, and I do it with sincerity and authenticity. And um, you know, like at the end of the day, like I just don't want to disappoint God, and I don't want to disappoint the people he who he has trusted into my influence. I have. A million followers on Instagram, which is like crazy because like your girl is just out here minding her business and like living her best life. And like God is just assigned people to my voice and to my ministry. And that's so powerful and so beautiful to me. And there is a lot of responsibility with it. And sometimes this is like a word for somebody. Okay, you don't know the fullness of the responsibility of what you've been called to do sometimes until you're in it. And that's what keeps a lot of people from like stepping into purposes because they don't feel like they can handle it. But you step out on faith and you get married, you have the baby, you start the business and it takes a certain level of faith to start it and it takes another level of faith to stay in it. And there's another level of faith to grow in it. And you know, I am yet learning my responsibilities as a leader and, um, you know, so one of the things that I said to this lady who left me this long comment about like being disappointed and she said my apology wasn't sincere and like all these things and like it got to me. But like I told her, like, I apologize. You know, I shouldn't have popped off the way that I did. I apologize. And, you know, there's not anything else I can do besides that. You know, when leaders fall short and they don't apologize, that's problematic. When they do apologize, their intentions are question and that's challenging too and so like I just got off of social media because every now and then because I pour so much of my heart and myself into this like it just because like I carry it and so whatever I didn't hit the microphone listen okay that's what I got I don't care whether or not y'all are rescuing me because I'm rescuing myself okay that's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna rescue myself. And that's it. I would go to the comment section, but people on Facebook are trying to make me cry more. Okay. Now, listen. Okay. Amen. <sighs> Child, though, when she left that comment. It was just like the first thing that came to my mind is mind your business because I'm the president of Mind Your Business Ministries. Um, we've been growing by leaps and bounds from year to year to year, and I wanted to make her a member, but you can't force somebody to be a member. You just got to grow yourself up on out of things, okay, child? Listen, okay? Amen. Um... So yes, that was me being rescued, and I am on the helicopter. Um, per the picture that we posted on my Instagram social media page, I deleted and block. I deleted the post. I blocked the Lamb of God. And let me let me just tell y'all something, okay? And I can't really fool with y'all in the comment section because y'all really trying to do me. But let me tell you something, okay? Like part of the challenge in controlling your atmosphere is that a lot of times you just have to like create parameters um, after the fact. And those parameters aren't just for how you engage with people, but parameters for yourself. So I knew that I was upset yesterday, but like I had to take a minute and really search myself about why I was upset. And this is something that I want to share with you guys. Because sometimes we have so many feelings and emotions. And we have to process those feelings and emotions and we have to like compare them to like how we feel and what's true. So you have what happens, you have what you feel, and then you have what's true and then you have like God's thought about it all, right? And so like I had to break things down cuz I was bothered yesterday, like bothered. And it wasn't it really wasn't what she said. This is can I just tell y'all? This is what it was. I it wasn't what she said cuz First of all, my makeup was bomb in that picture, and um she just our calling me cake face. It was like a whole thing, but listen, here, thanks to God, I'm forgetting those things that are behind, impressing, okay, impressing, all right, so um, I think it was the tone in which it was said, so I had to boil that down, because there are so many parts of me that could say, well, are you insecure? Did you... Are you insecure about your makeup? Did she strike a nerve about you and your makeup or maybe you and your skin, you know? And so like, I had to boil that down to that. And I think what it came down to me for me was tone. That was my problem with her thing, it was tone. And that's why I said something back to her that I should not have said because it was not a reflection of the best version of myself. But, you know, so it was the tone. The other thing I had to boil down is like, why is this sticking with me? Like, you have to ask yourself these questions It's the only way that you're able to process what you're feeling Maybe somebody cuts you off when driving Maybe your husband or your mother-in-law or your kids or your boss says something to you That you should be able to brush off Like in your mind, you should know I should brush this off Okay, like this is not a big deal and I can't let it go You have to like really search within yourself and ask why And I think for me when I got finished, it was tone I didn't like the tone in that message. And then the other thing is I didn't like what it created in my comment section I didn't like all of these different like opinions, all of these different thoughts about what she, she mostly, they were talking about me, you know, like she should have done this or she shouldn't have done that. It just like took away from what I believe. And this is why I shouldn't have said it. See, like maybe I was justified from like a clapback perspective from what I said. But if what I said created confusion, because I could have, the goal, the ultimate goal is to not have confusion, which means that deleting and blocking would have ended all of the confusion, but me engaging didn't just create this vitriol between herself and me, but now it has created confusion within my comment section, and now when we could be lifting one another up or inspiring one another, we're having a conversation about this clapback and what I said and what she said, and it just is not what I represent and what I stand for, and though maybe I didn't start it, like, because I engaged in it, it mattered it and I think above all like that's what I am apologetic for is because that's I don't want to have this comment section where you can come and she gonna clap back and then somebody gonna clap back on her and she gonna say something like I just I don't that's not my thing I don't want to do that that works for some people that's just not my thing she caught me in a bad moment and I think that me having to go through the process of figuring out the why so when I got finished with figuring out what it was that upset me why it upset me then I had to come to God's truth about it and I think that when I came to God's truth about it that's when I really saw for myself it was like God's truth about it for me in that situation was a few things like recognizing the full responsibility of the influence that God has given me means that like not everyone is going to be my homegirl, but that doesn't have to make them my enemy because because you guys May, y'all made me feel like we girls, <laughs> okay? And that works for 90% maybe of the people who are following me. But there are other people who are not going to be, you know, as kind and as gracious. And that doesn't mean that I have to, that there has to be this line in the sand. So you're either for me or you're for my prayer list. Oh, that's a word. <laughs> Did you hear that? Oh, okay. For me or for my prayer list, no enemies. We are canceling enemies in 2019. We're canceling haters in 2019. Okay, because you're either for me or for my prayer list, which means that you are either here for me to be in my section while I'm in your section and we're cheering one another on or I need to be like praying for you and you need to be growing me in love and patience and kindness. And that may be in an adversarial version of who you are. But ultimately, what a person does to you should not be able to control your atmosphere or your reaction. And that's it. Okay. And um, there it is. I have seen a lot of women in the news lately, um, rappers and singers who are feuding and putting one another on blast, you know, from the Cardi B's of the world to Azalea to Brandy, monique um. Tiana Taylor, just, just a lot of stuff, okay? And I just want to rescue us as women from, from just perpetuating women can't get along. I want to rescue us from this idea of because somebody hurt me, I'm going to put them on blast publicly and try to embarrass them or hurt them the same way they hurt me. Let me tell you something. I wrote a book called Lost and Found, from, and it was about all of my raggedy ways. And God is faithful because he has really delivered me from a lot of rescue. I mean, from a lot of raggedy. And um, I wrote in the book about how I used to make, you know, I would be dating someone and he would be dating someone too. And I would know that he was dating someone. And in that moment it wasn't about whether or not he would stop dating that person. It became about me winning over her or me beating her and having him. It became it honestly it had very little to do with him and everything to do with me being insecure about another woman having something that I wanted or having some value or some path that I didn't have. And I just think that we need to really consider really being more responsible as women with another woman's heart. And I think, you know, like Rescue Eve, like, okay, so the podcast, I ain't gonna lie. Like we get to come on the podcast and be slightly petty. We get to come on the podcast and share some of our thoughts and feelings and emotions. But the reason why I insist on like the Rescue Eve, like, because I believe that we need a safe space where we can share some of our petty thoughts, but to also be challenged to think higher and to grow and to stretch. And so for me, Woman Evolve is about meeting a woman where she is, but hopefully leading her to where I believe God wants us to be as women. And I think the problem with social media And the problem with a lot of us in general is that we don't use social media to build other people up. We use social media to expose one another. And when our life becomes about competition or exposing someone's insecurities or flaws, I think we're gonna continue to see a lot of people be broken for the world to see. And I just wanna rescue, um, I wanna rescue women. Of course, those who have been in the news, but I wanna just rescue all women, whether you're in the news or just in your community or at your school, who feel like your greatest threat is another woman. I believe that that is such a disservice to who you are and what God placed down on the inside of you. And I am guilty of getting joy out of seeing another woman suffer and getting joy out of seeing another woman be embarrassed or getting joy out of seeing another woman be hurt. And I realized that the only reason why I got joy out of it is because she began to reflect what I felt on the inside. And when she began to reflect what I felt on the inside, then I felt better about my own pain and my own insecurities. So I want to encourage us to, to rescue ourselves from our insecurities and from our need to see another woman hurt. And the only way that you can do that is by reversing reversing the curse, right? So maybe you're a hater like I used to be. And listen, honey, we talking real. We speaking truth of right now, okay? Like maybe you're a hater. Maybe you know down on the inside, I feel a little bit better when my girl didn't get the promotion. I feel better when I find out that my girl's man was cheating on her. I feel better. It makes me feel better about my life. It makes me feel better about these extra pounds. It makes me feel better that I don't have my degree. Here's the thing. I want you to reverse the curse by beginning to really want- better for other people because sometimes when we don't want better for ourselves, wanting better for someone else can inspire us. And, you know, I want to wish well to all of the women who I see in the news, to all of the other women who are trying to make the best out of what life has dealt them. And, and I want to challenge you, Woman Evolved Delegation, to help me spread the kind of love that we ultimately want to receive. I'm tired of this idea of women can't get along and and we're mean to each other. Because honestly, the only time that I really felt like women were mean to me is when I was being mean to another woman. That you know what I'm saying. The only time I felt like a woman was being mean to me was when I was being mean to another woman. When I decided to, I let me tell you something. It's been a a cool minute since I just felt like, oh, um, you know, oh, I don't like her, that child. First of all, who has time to not like somebody? I'm grown. I got bills. I got things to do. We don't have to be best friends, but to but to just be like, oh, I don't like her. We got beef. Who has time for beef? No, I'm vegan spiritually, not in real life. I don't have time for beef. There is no such thing as beef. If I have an issue to you, I want to tell you in love, like something you said hurt my feelings, something you did make me feel... Like I have apologized to people. Uh, Okay, y'all don't have time for me and my stories, but here it is real fast, okay? There was a season in my life when I was going through a transition And when I was going through the transition, I started like spazzing out because I didn't know who I was. And when I started spazzing out, this is so me, but whatever. When I started spazzing out, I started making people who were connected to me feel like it was on them. Like, oh, well, I didn't like what you said or I didn't like the way that you pressured me in to do this. And God really had to put me in check, okay? He really had to put me in check. And he was like, sis, here's the thing. You don't know who you are. And so you're challenging People who are around you with arrogance. And God really made me go back. I went back to that person and I was like, I really apologize for putting you in a position where i inflicted you with my own insecurities and perhaps made you question who you are i realize now that what was really happening is that i was questioning myself and because i was questioning myself i put you in a position that may have made you question who you are you know and i believe that god makes all things work together maybe that person needed to question themselves but what i needed to do was take responsibility for me not being in a healthy enough place to make a judgment about what's someone else should do or how someone else should handle themselves, you know? And I just think that that when we have insecurities inside, we inflict insecurities on other people. And sometimes you may not be able to dig within your own insecurities and figure out what's going on with you. But I think that you need to start planting the kind of seeds that you want to receive a harvest on. So I don't know who you are. My reformed hater, girl, I'm reaching out. I'm telling you, uh, my name is Sarah Jakes Roberts, and I am a recovering hater. And I want to help you become a recovering hater by sowing seeds of love and unity to everyone you meet. Okay. Instead of rolling your eyes or not liking that picture, go on and double tap. Go on and tell that girl you look good. Go on and tell that girl that, I, that I'm happy for you. That's that's all I'm saying. And then you take your time and you go back to God in prayer and you say, God, I sowed the right seed. Now I need you to help me uncover the feeling, you need to read Wholeness by my husband, help me uncover the feeling that I felt that, that, feeling that made me jealous, that feeling that made me angry when I saw her succeeding. Help me to figure out what that is and help me to uproot it because I hate that part of me that can't celebrate another person. I hate that part of me that makes me feel like like I'm not good enough when I see someone else doing what I want them to do. I hate that part of me and I want to be happy for real. I want to be content for real. So God, take this from me because it's poison and venom and I don't want to live like this anymore. Okay, so that's all. Edward said, reformed hater, that's a sermon. It's a word, it's my truth. Hey, Edward, Woman Evolved Delegation, we see y'all. Let like it says, word, I'm really accepting this challenge. Please do, okay, please do. Don't perpetuate this idea that women can't get along, I don't think it's true and I don't think it has to be that way. Listen, honey, it's hundreds of us sitting right here on this here Facebook Live and we are sitting here enjoying one another, disagreeing and still moving forward and pushing through, okay? So let's get our, get your edges. Get your business, get your life, get your edges, get your water, stay moisturized and get your heart together because ain't nobody got time for bitter in 2018, okay? Nobody has time for jealousy in 2018. Get your life, all right? Start telling another woman, I see you out here doing a thing and I'm celebrating you. If don't nobody else see you, I see you, girl. And then you go back to the Lord in prayer and say, now, God, show me. She made sure. Oh, 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 I got a word. Oh, I got a word. I got a word. Maybe it's a journey. Go with me. Here we go. Maybe what you are experiencing that you are translating as jealousy is actually somebody making your baby leap. Mm, <coughs> Is it a word or is it not a word? Hmm? You know, when uh, Mary went to go see Elizabeth in the Bible, I know y'all not Bible scholars in it, and I'm not not taking a text, okay? But here's the thing. Okay, so when uh, Mary went and saw Elizabeth and Elizabeth's baby leaped when she saw Mary, you know, there was something that was taking place on the inside of Mary that made what was taking place on the inside of Elizabeth her baby jump, you know? And that's how she knew that she was pregnant with the Holy Spirit. I wanna challenge you, reformed hater you that maybe just maybe what you are translating as jealousy or inadequacy is actually you seeing another woman who is a reflection of what God placed down on the inside of you but because you can't get past feeling like she is showing you what you will never be you don't see that she is actually blazing a trail so that you can become closer to who God called you to be i dropped the microphone in here because it was a word It's not jealousy. It's a leap. It's not jealousy. It's it's God showing you what's down on the inside of you. Why would you be jealous of something that you didn't have the the fact that you're even jealous of? Like when I see Oprah, like um, I'm not jealous of Oprah. You know, like I'm not jealous of Oprah. I'm inspired by Oprah. Now if. In my brokenness, I would have seen Oprah. I would have been jealous of Oprah. But now when I see Oprah, I see the possibilities that exist for me. So I don't really have time to jealous to be jealous. What I need to do is instead start digging down on the inside of me to figure out what's sleeping whenever I see you. And, and that's a word. And you, maybe you can tell somebody who you've cut off because of jealousy. Maybe you can tell them, I used to see you and be a little bit jealous because I didn't think that I would ever be able to to achieve what it is you're achieving. But I, I got a word today, and I feel like what I really should have been feeling instead was inspiration. And so I apologize for mistreating you. I apologize for anything that I did that made you feel inadequate or insecure. That was my own insecurities projecting onto your achievements. And now I just want you to know that I'm I'm inspired and I'm watching and learning from a distance. All right, child. That's it. That's it